It's Wednesday, February 6, 2019. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, today we are grateful to give you part two of our interview with Amy Ford, co-founder and president of Embrace Grace out of Dallas, Texas. Hopefully you were able to listen to part one yesterday and have enjoyed this riveting conversation, and we're pleased to give you part two of our conversation with Amy Ford. And a a big piece of even what I love that you guys do, and I remember the first time I was in your office and you even unfolded one of these love boxes that you send out and that each of these young ladies that participates in any one of Embrace Grace's groups gets. Uh, Just the way that, that you have made it so simple and so tangible for people to truly be pro love to women in crisis. Talk a little bit about these love boxes, how those came to be and how they're used in the ministry of Embrace Grace. Yeah, well, we a lot of pregnancy centers refer these moms to churches. So, we used to give pregnancy center flyers and, you know, give these to the girls and tell them that there's a church down the street that has a support group. Well, they uh they would just throw them in the floorboard of the car. Like they get so many flyers, they're not really reading it or anything like that. So then we're like, okay, what else can we do? But they're not going to throw away. And so, you know, a gift, no one's going to throw away a gift. So, we came up with this love box and Inside, it has a onesie that says best gift ever, a little baby onesie. It's got a journal about being brave. It's got um, testimonials of, it has one testimonial of a girl that chose to parent and one testimonial of a, a girl that chose to place for adoption. It's got my book, A Bump in Life, which is just full of stories of girls that chose life, whether they were date raped, preacher kids, chose to place their baby for adoption. I mean, just testimonies that you can't argue with stories. And then it's got an invitation to an Embrace Grace group. That is in and uh, as, well as, as well as just wanting to, um, it's got a, a brave girl letter that is just anybody from around the nation can write a letter that goes inside these boxes and they mail them to our our uh, headquarters. We, we read them all to make sure that they're not weird because there's a lot of weird people out there and we put them inside. And so basically it's a big giant invitation to an Embrace Grace group. That's the cutest thing ever. And the system works. And these boxes, we're either giving them to free for pregnancy centers that have Embrace Grace groups in their local area, or we're overnighting them when people call us and say, Hey, I've got a mom that has an abortion scheduled on Friday, what do I do? And so we'll get that love box to the person that called and tell them to go take it over there and talk to her um, and try to uh, just pray with her, love on her and, and see what God will do and give her this gift when you're there. And it has saved so many babies. We have one mom here uh, that works uh, here and she had an abortion scheduled for the next day, had already paid for it. And we found out about it, got her the box, and she uh, ended up choosing life. And now, and she has a little boy, Mateo, who's two years old, and she works here now. Like, we love her. She did Embrace Grace. She did the whole program. Um, she said that the love box saved my baby and Embrace Grace saved me. And I just love her. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. So, these boxes really are impactful. And, and I know even people that are listening to the podcast, they may want to know, Amy, how, how could I 
do one of these love boxes and put one of these together for a woman in crisis, as well as how can my church get more engaged with Embrace Grace? So would you mind just leading people through the next steps of how to get in contact with you guys, how to start a group, uh, as well as how to participate in getting these love boxes uh, together so that, that you can get these out to women in need? Yeah, well, um, our website, EmbraceGrace.com, has all the information. As for, as for a love box, um, you can just buy one if you know someone that is in need, or we can just ship one out to someone in need, or your church or your small group or your college campus or whatever situation or like group of people, even your if you own a company, it could be your employees, you guys can have a love box assembly party or an outreach event, whichever way you want to go, but we, we can send you all of the unassembled pieces and you guys can put them all together there and then gift them to a local pregnancy center in your area. Um, and, and so there's, there's just a lot of different ways that we can do it. We can send assembled boxes to the pregnancy centers. If there's any pregnancy centers out there, or we can send unassembled if you guys want to get a team of people together to do it. Uh, which we always need help with that um, and getting these love boxes distributed to pregnancy centers, college campuses, uh, high schools, you know, just whoever is in need or just one by one as people meet people. Um, and then just starting a group. If you go to embracegrace.com and click uh, start a group, you answer all the questions and a starter guide is emailed to you immediately. It's super easy to lead a group because it's DVD curriculum, digital curriculum and book curriculum. So you literally just press play and the whole, um, it's a 20 minute teaching and then you have all the handouts and the downloads that go with each lesson. And we have training videos online. Anyone can lead. It just has to be done under the authority of, of your church. So wherever you're a church member of at a church, you can just ask your pastor for permission and lead the group and then connect with your pregnancy center so they can refer moms to your group. And it's just a way, it's weekly, and it's just a way to love on people. We have Embrace Grace that's for when they're pregnant. And then we have Embrace Life, which is two semesters long for uh, single young moms. So after they have their baby, life kind of slaps them in the face a little bit. It's really hard. And so we want to, uh, we have that curriculum as well. So you can do both or just one. And um, so it's really easy to lead and we would love to help come alongside you in that and, and get you started in, uh, in having Embrace Grace at your church. And even as, even as folks are, are trying to think about how to get Embrace Grace, involved in their church. Can you, uh, obviously you've told a story, um, have already told a story, but what's another story that really resonates with a young woman that, that, that her life was changed, the church was used to change her life to make uh, this, brave love, uh, this brave love decision? Oh, well, we had, um, there's one, one of my favorite stories is we had a mom that uh, she had just found out she was pregnant, she was going to get an abortion, uh, but she, her friends that had already done Embrace Grace just really just said, you know, try Embrace Grace and let's just see what you think. And so she was uh, not sure because she is Wiccan. She believes in witchcraft. And she said, I, I guess if I'm going to keep this baby, I'm going to need free stuff, but I'm Wiccan. Is that okay if I still come to your church, even though I don't believe in your God, I just need the free stuff. And I was like, yes, just come, come to the <laughs> And so she came and she didn't have a car. So I would drive her every week and we got to really, she was so smart when she was young, her 
parents gave her all the books of religion and they said, you choose who you want to believe. And she thought Wiccan was what she wanted to believe because it was about nature. And I don't even know weird stuff. And, um, and so she came every week and we got to talk a lot about God and even like she knew about the Dead Sea Scrolls and where the Bible was found. And I mean, she was brilliant and she never missed a class. And one time she said, I like the way it makes me feel when I come to this group. And I just, that I always held on to that. I really believe there was going to be a story of she is going to, uh, surrender her life to Jesus. Like, I just know it in my heart. It's going to happen. I can't wait, you know, and every week she came. And so I held on to that. She liked the way it made her feel when she came to the class. So she did the whole semester. She did the baby shower. We even have a princess day at the end of the semester where we crown them and tell them how much God loves them. And, uh, and so she did the whole semester and she didn't, she didn't make the decision to surrender her life to Jesus. And I remember I was like, offended not like at her or anything but just like the whole like I spent so much time with her and god what do we do mm. wrong and I just you know she did the whole thing and why didn't it happen and I just because I just really thought it would and I was praying and I heard god say um that we planted seeds and that do you think that a girl that was wicked would have ever stepped foot into a church if you hadn't created a safe place for her to be here mm. so just let me mm. do what I do and so I was like, okay. And, you know, working with single moms, their phone numbers change all the time because like if they can't pay their bill, then they're just go get a new plan. And then their phone number changed. So I kind of lost track of her for a while, but a year later, she called me freaking out totally out of the blue. She is a, now a, a, a manager of a restaurant slash gas station. And she was like, Amy, this is so crazy. I'm so glad I still have your number. She said, I, have been thinking lately about doing Embrace Grace and I keep thinking maybe God is real and just little things that I'll just think in my head and then they happen. And I, she said that she was driving to work and she said, God, if you're real, will you just give me some sort of sign that you are real? Because I don't want to just think that you're real. I want to know that you're real. So like do something big. I know. And so she goes into work and just a couple hours into her shift, a random guy walks up to her counter and he said, um, he said, I know this sounds, she said he, she could tell he was really nervous. She, he said, I know this sounds really crazy, but I just want you to know that God loves you so much and that he sees you and uh, he's proud of you. He just wants your heart. And she was like, what? Oh my gosh. So she goes home and she gets her Embrace Grace curriculum from the year before. She goes in the bathroom and she said that she put the crown on her head from Princess Day. And she said she looked in the mirror and she she prayed the salvation prayer because and she wanted it to be a moment that she remembered forever. And that's why she wanted to be looking in the mirror when she did it. And she, so she surrendered her life to Jesus and she heard her baby uh, laugh for the first time when she did it. And she, I just love, you know, I was the first person that she called so excited that it was the day. And I was thinking about how, you know, it went back to, she liked the way it made her feel when she went to church. Like that was, it was all about love. Like we planted seeds and it was all about the way we made her feel that that was what eventually led to her decision to surrender her life to Jesus. And I just love even the guy that went to the counter and like, you know, obviously he, he felt prompted by the Holy Spirit and he probably walked away, you know, thinking, oh, I'm such a dork, you know, she said he was nervous. I, you know, God, why do you want me to do this or whatever? And he had no idea that she went straight home and surrendered her life to Jesus. Like I can just imagine in heaven one day, whenever, um, you know, she's there and he's there and Jesus is just like, you know, remember that girl that, you know, I told you to go talk to her. Well, now here she is. And, and obedience is 
is what sparked, you know, it takes all of us. It's all of us planting seeds as a church, making people feel loved and valued and honoring them and, and making them feel important and just telling them about the hope of Jesus and all of us doing that together, making them feel um, amazing. And then they eventually, I, I just love it, took all of us and then she decided to turn her life to Jesus. So there are so many stories, but each one, I mean, it's just amazing what God does in all of these young moms' hearts. They're so broken and so scared for their future that they're crazy enough to try church, and God just does it. I mean, it is so awesome and a faith builder just even by leading, um, because we really do have front row seats to miracles. Uh, and I think even <clears throat> the way you talk about the start of Embrace Grace and this young lady's story of just even being told that you're special um, and that you are, uh, your life is valuable. I think that's so many times one thing that we miss in the pro-life movement is we put all the emphasis on the baby. And in the meantime, uh, we, 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 we unintentionally are hurting um, and not showing a picture of the gospel of grace that we've experienced. And, and we're missing that in the end, these women uh, are, are part of the Imago Dei. They're, they're made in the image of God, and we need to love on them uh, with a self-sacrificing love. And so I'm just so grateful for the way that Embrace Grace is doing this and uh, is, is, is showing these women that they're special so that they can uh, ultimately experience the grace of God. And just a reminder, too, that no one is outside of the grace uh, of Christ Jesus. No one is outside of the gospel um, and to be reached by the gospel. And like this young man who comes into a store or like these volunteers who are leading these groups, um, what great opportunities we have just to be found faithful to sow seed. And so just Amy, as we close, what are, what are ways that people can be praying specifically for you and the ministry of Embrace Grace? Yeah, just be praying that, um, that the word spreads, the pro-love movement spreads, and, and that pastors have open hearts to want to have their, their doors open to these moms and, and, and just to pray that these moms are brave and that they choose life for their baby. Well, thank you for joining us. And again, if folks want to get engaged with Embrace Grace, please go to embracegrace.com. From there, you can donate to the mission. You can create these love boxes that we've talked about. You can uh, look at the curriculum, which truly is fantastic. You can find a group if you're someone that's looking for a group or even start a group. And these are just awesome opportunities for churches to get engaged in a pro-life movement and to do something more than just our rhetoric, more than just our politics, but to use our lives, our time, our talent, and our, uh, and, and our churches to wrap around uh, women and children. Well, Amy, thanks for joining us and being on the Defender Podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again next week for the Defender Podcast.